1: Hey what's up everybody, welcome to another episode of Accolades Conversations in which I talk to some of my favorite artists about who or what they would recommend me checking out. In episode 21 I'm talking to Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey and his various bandmates have perfected a scuzzy urban style of indie folk, developing from late 90s New York City bedroom tapes into a mighty 21st century mashup of folksy spiel and artsy garage. Like Pete Seeger meeting Sonic Cute. Since the 2001 release of his first official album, The Last Time I Did Acid, I Went Insane and Other Favorites on Rough Trade Records, Lewis has toured the world and released numerous acclaimed albums on Rough Trade and other labels. He's built a worldwide fan base while regularly changing band names, most recently recording as Jeffrey Lewis and the Voltage for Don Giovanna Records and Moshi Moshi Records. I'm talking to Jeffrey about Diane Kluck. Diane Kluck is a singer-songwriter. She describes her music as intuitive folk. Cluck began performing her songs publicly in New York City in 2000. She self-released her first solo album, Diane Klok, that same year. By 2001, she was appearing regularly at the Sidewalk Cafe in New York City's Lower East Side, a venue that has featured such artists as Jeffrey Lewis, Regina Spector and Kimya Dawson. In 2002, her song Monte Carlo was included in a compilation of New York City's anti-folk music, Anti-Folk Volume 1, released by British label Rough Trade Records. This is what Jeffrey had to add.
2: Uh, hi, my name is Jeffrey Lewis, and I'm going to give accolades to Diane Kluck. She's a singer-songwriter, whatever that phrase means. She's a creative artist in the field of words and music and uh, performance and sounds that we call songs. I've known her work for a little longer than 20 years, and I, I have all of her records. And I think that her approach to making songs is unique, extremely evocative, and I'm always impressed and interested with what she comes up with. And I think that as an artist, she really brings something to the world of songs and song making that I don't see elsewhere. So I was part of the Sidewalk Cafe open mic scene. And the so-called anti-folk music scene here in New York City, there were a lot of really interesting people showing up each week. It was, you know, pretty crowded and a lot of stuff was not that great, but there started to be people showing up at the open mic nights around 99. Like, obviously, the Moldy Peaches became very popular coming out of that Sidewalk Cafe open mic. And uh, people that I was a big fan of, like Pre War Yard Sale. <laughs> Diane Cluck was just one of the new people that was hanging out at the open mic. Like everybody in that scene kind of hung out together and, you know, we were playing each other our songs and stuff. Her song Monte Carlo, which ended up on the Rough Trade Antifolk compilation, that was really a spectacular song that really everybody was just struck by. That song is so creepy and it has this dreamlike quality. The melody, the chords, and the narrative are all so skewed and unusual that it just was so captivating and hypnotizing and transfixing and kind of unsettling. And even the recording of it that appeared on the album, you can tell as she's recording it in her apartment, you sort of hear the street sounds going by, and it just adds to this incredible atmosphere that's just, it's just transportive. My personal preferences for her songs tend towards some of the more homemade sounds, where she was recording things just in her apartment with uh, something like a four-track but she's also made some very professional-sounding studio recordings. So I think maybe the album Boneset is her masterpiece from kind of all directions, regardless of what style or what era of her music. It's an album that she made maybe 2016 or something. And I'm always greatly impressed with artists whose best work is not necessarily their first album. I love it when somebody creates some of their greatest work 15, 20 years into their career. I mean, that really shows somebody who has the creative muscles and the stamina to keep on pushing, keep on creating. Because as an artist, you're not necessarily going to get better and better in a linear progression. It's not like every song you make is literally better than the last one. And it's only the most consistently creative people who persevere and get through the low parts and come out the other side with something so interesting and powerful that you could only have gotten there after 15 years of work.
1: Thanks, Jeffrey, for this conversation. Next week, I'm going to be talking to longtime friend and collaborator Alana Vicente about her love for Peggy Lee. Make sure to subscribe and check out our YouTube channel, Crate Records, where you can find all the visual art around these episodes. Also, check out my book, Accolades, which is still available on craterecords.be. Thanks for listening.